0: As we prepare to celebrate President's Day, it's important to reflect with gratitude on those who have led America to greatness. And it's equally, if not more important, to pray for those who are now in positions of influence as they navigate the troubling waters of declining morality and rampant ignorance of the God-given principles of a free society. So stay with us today as we honor and pray for our leaders. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Psalm 95, the radio outreach ministry of the National Christian Choir from the greater metropolitan area surrounding our nation's capital. I'm Kathy Bowman, your host for this weekly time of worship featuring scripture, commentary, and the wonderful music of the choir, all designed to encourage you in your faith journey. And I'm delighted that you found time today to join me here as we honor our nation's presidents by celebrating the America they have helped to shape and preserve. President's Day came about after years of celebrating George Washington's birthday, which is February 22nd, and Abraham Lincoln's birthday, February 12th, as separate occasions. Many years later, it was decided to honor all of the nation's presidents on the third Monday of February. The day is seen as a patriotic occasion, one on which the country and the accomplishments of every president are celebrated. But what a perfect time it is not only to celebrate and give honor where honor is due, but also to lift our current president and leaders up in prayer. Romans thirteen seven instructs us to give respect and honor to those who are in authority. 1 Peter two seven says, "Treat everyone with high regard. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God. Honor the king." And in First Timothy two verses one and two, we read, "I urge then first of all that petitions, prayers, intercession." and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. In the United States, of course, we don't have a king, but we do have a president, and I can think of no better time to lift him and all of our governmental leaders up in prayer. So today here on Psalm 95, it's going to be a day of prayer, a day of intercession, and a day of praise and thanksgiving to Almighty God, who hears, answers, preserves, protects, and guides us with his perfect wisdom. Reverend Billy Graham, during his lifetime, was considered as pastor to the presidents. The prayers he offered at many presidential inaugurations still ring true today. I'll read portions of one of these prayers now from over 50 years ago, and we'll hear the choir reinforce his words with songs inspired by the scriptures he shared. Our Father and our God, Thou hast said, Blessed is that nation whose God is the Lord. We recognize on this historic occasion that we are a nation under God. We thank thee for this torch of faith handed to us by our forefathers. May we never let it be extinguished. Thou alone hast given us our prosperity, our freedom, and our power. This faith in God is our heritage and our foundation. Thou hast warned us in the scriptures. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? As George Washington reminded us in his farewell address, morality and faith are the pillars of our society. We confess these pillars are being eroded in an increasingly materialistic and permissive society. The whole world is watching to see if the faith of our fathers will stand the trials and tests of the hour. Too long we have neglected thy word and ignored thy laws. Too long we have tried to solve our problems without reference to thee. Too long we have tried to live by bread alone. We have sown to the wind and are now weeping a whirlwind of crime, division, and rebellion. And now with the wages of our sins staring us in the face, we remember thy words, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. In the last part of our time together today, I want to share calls to prayer and portions of prayers by former presidents of the United States. I believe their words model for us some of the ways we can all pray for our nation and for our men and women in leadership and service to this country. We begin with part of a prayer from President John F. Kennedy on Thanksgiving Day 1963. He prayed, Let us gather in sanctuaries dedicated to worship, and in homes blessed by family affection to express our gratitude for the glorious gifts of God. And let us earnestly and humbly pray that He will continue to guide and sustain us in the great unfinished tasks of achieving peace, justice, and understanding among all men and nations, and of ending misery and suffering wherever they exist. At his inauguration, President George H. W. Bush prayed these words... Heavenly Father, we bow our heads and thank you for your love. Accept our thanks for the peace that yields this day. Make us strong to do your work, willing to heed and hear your will, and write on our hearts these words, Use power to help people. The Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. May he not leave us or forsake us, so that he may incline our hearts to him, to walk in all his ways that all peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God, there is no other. And finally, this call to prayer from President Ronald Reagan. To preserve our blessed land, we must look to God. It is time to realize that we need God more than He needs us. The time has come to turn to God and reassert our trust in Him for the healing of America. Our country is in need of and ready for a spiritual renewal. Today we utter no prayer more fervently than the ancient prayer for peace on earth. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift His countenance upon you and give you peace. Well, we are all out of time for today, but before I go, I want to share a few important things with you. Coming up next month, the choir will be in concert in Silver Spring, Maryland at 4C Bible Church. That will be Saturday, March 25th at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We hope that will be a great time for you, an afternoon of wonderful worship music. This season, we're sharing songs from our newest recording, Your Great Grace, and I know they will be a blessing to you. So invite some friends and join us for an awesome afternoon of worship. That's Saturday, March 25th, 4 o'clock p.m. at 4C Bible Church. All the details are on the choir website, nationalchristianchoir.org. Again, that's nationalchristianchoir.org. Don't miss it. And right now we have a special way of saying thank you when you donate to the ministry of the choir. This month, when you send a minimum donation of $25, we want to send you two CDs, Journey and Hymns Alive. Again, that's two CDs sent to you when you support this ministry with a minimum donation of just $25. And please write the word offer on the memo line of your check. Again, write the word offer on the memo line of your check. So here's the mailing address. National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. That's National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. Once again, this is Kathy Bowman thanking you for joining me today. Be sure to tune in again next week as we worship together here on Psalm 95 with the National Christian Choir.